but don't be all like uncool, a way too deep dive into the shallowest people on the planet. My name is Julia. I filled in giving our podcast title for Elizabeth, who is celebrating her 28th birthday. And as I am still 27, uh, she is now my older (laughs) sister. Alex, welcome. Thank you. Um, I want to begin this episode uh, with what my tagline would be if I was on The Real Housewives of Burbank. If I was a new housewife on The Real Housewives of Burbank. Mm -hmm. This is the longest fucking intro to this. I'm so sorry. But it'll be (laughs) worth it. You'll hear it. I'm moving to a different kind of burbs. (laughs) Nice. I like it. And it's true. I'm moving to Burbank. The rumors are true. Burbank is happy to have you, even if your downstairs neighbor currently is less than delighted. She'll settle in. It's true. We've, I've already met my downstairs neighbor who's already commented three times on the noise I've been making while moving into the new apartment. But all this to say, this is why we're having a, a quickie-sode this week. Yes, we've got things to do, Burbank's to move to. That's right. I don't have a tagline this week, but Elizabeth did text us from her birthday trip saying that she met an officer who had arrested Jen Shaw. And one, Alex, do you believe this? Not that Elizabeth would lie. Well, I I don't know, because there was no follow-up after that text. Right. So... I have no other context other than getting that really shocking text and saying, what the fuck? And then no other information. But you have more information? No, I have no information. But I decided I'm happy with any outcome. First outcome, Elizabeth lied. But then I like that she thought of us enough to text us while she was on her trip. So positive. Second, that a cop who probably legally shouldn't be talking about this found Elizabeth overheard her talking about Salt Lake City and gave her this information. Delightful. And then the third one is this guy is not a cop, has nothing to do with Jin Shaw, but sensed Elizabeth's true love of Bravo and decided to come up with this delightful story for her. Any of these scenarios are fun. And I like all of them. I like I'll be delighted by any outcome. You know what I think 100% is what happened? Her and Pat, I I know that they like making friends out in the world. We're probably Uh at a bar. Probably got around to like, what do you like to do for fun? She said she hosts a Bravo podcast. And the guy was like, Mm -hmm. hey. And I bet he really did arrest Jen Shaw. And it's just this beautiful, it's his fate. And now he's going to be a guest on our podcast. Oh my gosh. If we could be so lucky, (laughs) she better have gotten his digits. But since we know, well, that's 100% what happened, Alex. For sure. Is this a good transition yeah. into this transitionless episode we're about to try to pull off? Oh my gosh, yeah, let's just do, let's jump right into Salt Lake City. <laughs> First off, Salt Lake City threw us a sentence, and my mind exploded. And I don't know if you picked up on it, Alex, but Meredith was gaslighted by a man who also had a relationship with Jen Shaw. We had known about the Meredith and Jen sharing a guy thing right but the gaslight the gaslighting can i go off on a very brief derailment here about the word gaslighting you know that movie being the ricardos just came out about lucille ball Mm -hmm. and -hmm. they use the word gaslight in that movie and the internet people of my generation on the internet 
thought that that was like anachronistic and that like no one like said that term before. So there's like a lot of internet hate being like, I can't believe like being the Cardos is trying to be like modern, even though it's like old by using the word gaslight, even though that's the word that's been around <laughs> for so long and is based on a movie called Gaslight from like the 40s. Anyway, that's so funny. Oh, they have kids. That's how hilarious. is Meredith being uh, gaslighted by, or how was she gaslighted by the guy? I just by him saying guess. he wasn't seeing Jen Shaw at the same time. It, I need to spend more time on this third man or this man who hooked up with both Meredith and Jen. That mm-hmm. needs to be what we focus on. Well, what is what do you think the guy? If there's like the Venn diagram of um, Seth and Coach Shaw, there's no oh real overlap gosh. between the two. So it'd have to be someone no. completely different from both. Somebody who gives really gross pep talks. So the thing that's continued into this episode that has really risen the drama and made Meredith uh, disengage about four times is Whitney and Heather's theory that Meredith has something to do with Jen's arrest. That Whitney yes. and Ridiculous. Heather both, both somehow seem to keep getting away with perpetuating this theory while not facing any repercussions for it and being mm-hmm. just like acting really sanctimonious. Like, I don't understand why no hate is being directed towards them. Jen even like gets in bed with them like the next morning as they giggle while Meredith's mad. How are Whitney and Heather oh. getting away with this? Is it because they don't scream as loudly? Lisa still doesn't want to be on Whitney and Heather's team, which I thought was Whitney, the funniest It day. was so funny when Whitney was trying so hard to be like, you were on the same team, <laughs> And then she goes, no, 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 no. There are no teams. And Whitney's like, no, this is our team. You're on our team. We're women and mothers, and we're on the same team. And We're, on, we're ambassadors me. of our own life. And that's when Lisa got so scared to be on Whitney and Heather's team that she went and gave Meredith some information and then <laughs> Meredith got upset at Lisa. It's I know. just it's crazy. When we were watching the first bit, the first half of this episode, I was like Salt Lake City is getting rough to watch because there's no way these women are friends like the other cities you can kind of see friendships there. Mm-hmm. And this one is just, they're just so castmates. But then they have the crazy club party in their own home and had a genuinely amazing time where they all ended up in each other's beds. So am I wrong? Are these women friends? Well, before we get into that, I just want to say I was very surprised when the club was literally, it was in the house. I really thought they were going to go clubbing. So I was very no. excited about that. Uh, <laughs> I I think that I think they all really want to be friends with each other, but they can't. Uh-huh. They all really love the idea of being like a friend group, but it's just not going to happen. And I think that the drama's so high that the actual friendships in the group, like Lisa and Jenny are actual friends, that just somehow gets like drowned out. Like any like oh. kinship they have with each other is just silenced by the noise of the drama within the group. It's because everyone, sorry, Whitney, but no one looks like they're on any team. No. And the drama in this almost bigger than Bravo, or is bigger than Bravo drama. Like, Jen and Mary are facing way bigger than Bravo mm-hmm. allegations with real lawful repercussions. 
Which is also weird that Whitney and Heather keep trying to make it more of a Bravo drama by insisting that Meredith has uh-huh. something to <laughs> They're do They're trying with to keep it home. <laughs> but Meredith weirdly backed down at Jen because when Jen was screaming, you said you accused me of doing horrible things. You accused me of being a terrorist to your family. Meredith said, I didn't say that you did that. I said the private investigator said that there was a 90% chance which was extreme backpedaling on Meredith's part. Mm-hmm. So they they do that thing where they just can't be mean to Jen's face. Unless you're Mary. <laughs> but Meredith and Mary did get a talking to, I think, by producers. Like, you guys have to go to... You have to play the, along. Yeah, you have to go to the hike from hell or you're not going to be receiving your paycheck because they all mm-hmm. of a sudden got dressed up and rallied and went. Mm-hmm. So... Mary's so begrudgingly. It's so funny watching her on the two trips we've seen her take this season, just not wanting to be there at all. And everyone's still being so scared (laughs) of her. Um, Do we need to talk about Jenny before? Do we have to do the obligatory uh, acknowledgement that Jenny has been fired from the show? Yes, and it'll be interesting to see how they do it because Salt Lake City season three has already started filming. So are they going to do what they did to Jen in Dallas where, like, we just never really see Jenny? Like, you'll be able to see her hand in a I shot. Think so. But we won't actually see her. Okay. So we can have, like, a Where's Waldo. We can have a Where's Jenny game at the top of next season three. That's true. And all shade to her. Mm-hmm. I think that it'll be very easy for them to cut her out of the show. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The only thing Jenny has successfully done this season is make you hate her husband yes that was a shock <laughs> Dewey yeah. broke a rib or didn't because Jenny oh, broke it. Yeah, i forgot about that <laughs> she just says things like very definitively and then when confronted backpedals right out the door and she doesn't mm-hmm. remember anything she said all right what do we want to do next do we want to do summer house yes let me try to think of a good transition from what we just did into that okay um, won't be sad to see jenny go I'm still waiting for Luke to show up at Summer House. Yeah, episode two. Well, like, this was the 4th of July episode, and no Luke? This is the, so the Summer House holiday. It's I like know. not going home for Christmas. What the hell, Luke? What a sad 4th of July for Kyle. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> the f- I go back and forth between truly feeling sorry for him or being like... Now, I admittedly, I haven't seen the seasons where he's where him and Carl are like horrible. I, oh, I've only gotten to see good Kyle and then flashbacks to like, I cheated on you last night. <laughs> so I, I think that my allegiance to him is um, is is biased, but I still felt bad for him. Come on. This is his favorite holiday. I felt bad for him that he couldn't have a fun time at the 4th of July and Amanda is having the time of her life. But Kyle does say this episode, I'm always going to be made out to be the bad guy because I'm the one who cheated. And it's kind of like, yeah, Kyle. Yeah, it's kind of like, yeah, you yeah, are. Exactly. <laughs> yes, so that's why I, yeah, he- I shouldn't feel bad for him. <laughs> I also shouldn't feel bad for Andrea for <laughs> getting slapped for throwing someone in a pool. <laughs> This was another thing we had just thrown out into the universe and we didn't really sit with it very long is that Paige and Andrea slept together Mm -hmm. in their 10 days that they spent after Winter House, which makes me think that it wasn't that great, especially in the middle of it. He stopped to tell her that she is the smallest person he's ever had sex with. 
making me think that there wasn't really like a mood to kill. He didn't kill the mood. The mood wasn't there. It was just a sentence randomly dropped into the middle. And he had been thinking about it a lot and hadn't been focused on other things like good sex. Unless that's like, unless he like liked that. Unless he liked that she was the smallest person he'd been with. (laughs) What other Bravo guy can you think of that like after a situation like that where he got slapped by the girl for throwing her in a pool uh, would curl up in bed and feel really sad instead of just like blowing their lid and being pissed (laughs) off the rest of the episode? (laughs) He's in touch with his feelings. Maybe it's his European side. I, I think know. so. I, I love him now. I've totally done a 180. Really? It's yes. the slap that did it. I love how Paige gallantly kicks the women out who are leaving anyway. Yeah, and then like whispers that one thing to the camera like, get out of my house. <laughs> After it's yes. already been done. Yeah. No one likes him. No one on the show likes him. It's because he's obsessed with breakfast. Yes. Oh, and just how much he eats every day. He'll least list it and they politely listen. They're way They're too way nice. They're way too nice, but they house. still can't hold back you know that they hate them they're giving you enough to know that they they hate him he's too judgy for this crowd he's just such a killjoy oh yeah and he couldn't even pick up a girl and he's a cat he is at a party which i think this party has a lot of random people this fourth of july party doesn't seem like they're all people they know it looks kind of a little bit of a casting call kind of situation and he is a full-time cast member and he still can't pick up a girl it's because he says things like when someone's pouring a shot and they're about to take it he goes oh look at that eager beaver who wants to hook up with that guy he says corny things like that (laughs) but i think that my prediction is coming true about him Remember, he wasn't giving us much last episode, but I said, just wait, he's going to be weird. (laughs) I think that he's in full weird mode. Yes, true. But he's like not going to stand a chance against like... We just need to be weird about other things. Luke, Craig, and Austin are going to show up. This guy's going to have no role to play in this show. That's my other predict. He's just going to be... I know, he'll do a fadeaway. Oh, maybe he'll just get up and run at his 7 a.m. run and then just never come back. And then we'll be treated to like a Murder in the Hamptons podcast. And oh, we'll wow. Now, we don't wish death on anyone on this know. podcast. I'm hoping, but... I'm hoping he's better. Maya is becoming a gem. One, she had a pseudo celebrity chef. Yeah, Emerald loved his food. Did you see that? So she was in the car going to a brewery, and her goal for herself is to come up with the cheesy pun first. And Kyle made fun of her for having that stupid goal. But then she wasn't even able to pull off her own cheesy pun because they asked her if she goes to the well, like Mm -hmm. has sex with her fiance. And then Kyle goes, well, well, well. She, mm-hmm. He beat her to the punch. And that's why I'm team Kyle. <laughs> Should we move on to its sister show, which really ripped off the Band-Aid on the... We got both of the reunions back to back. Now, I think I can say this now. I worked production on, uh, on some episodes of Vanderpump this season. Conflict of interest, I know. And I worked Ooh. on the reunion. And while working I on it, I was like, I don't know how they're going to make two, like three, let alone two of the, because usually it's like three part reunions these days. And I didn't know how they were going to get mm-hmm. anything out of what I saw. That being said, I missed the first hour of taping, which we saw this week, which I thought was pretty great. Yes. I thought this was the best this season has been, was this part one of this reunion. I 
completely agree. I feel like the season was almost the homework to get to the test. To get just the James Kennedy show that was this episode. So this is the end. The end of Vanderpump. Until next season. Do you think it's going to get another season? Ooh, I don't know why my gut is telling me yes. I feel like it will. I I think it might just be a, a sort of a loyalty to Lisa Vanderpump thing, maybe. Mm-hmm. And a loyalty to Sheena. Ooh, you think? You think Sheena has that much Bravo weight? I really do, and I think Brock is helping Vanderpump a lot. He was one of the best things on the show this season. Well, yeah. He, I mean, he supplied most of the drama. And the way that he's able to actually, like, infuriate James is, like, that's what people, like, love watching James for. <laughs> so he's able to get sides of people out that are, would otherwise not be there because there's no Jax or Stassi. Right. And you think he's dumb as a stump, but he does remember things that Lala did that were wrong. Yeah. And he's also able to infuriate Lala. So he does have a secret power. And that's to go after James and Lala. He does an so, amazing thing. I do like that. During this reunion where it's right after the whole James Raquel announced their split thing. Everyone's mm-hmm. 100% on their back. Hilarious, by the way. <laughs> amazing. Everyone is like being very supportive emotionally. And then Brock comes out with, listen to your girl there, mate. Like she's tidy. Like he just goes on the attack against James. <laughs> Is so unnecessary as what causes James to walk off set. What was crazy about the James Raquel split is they had been hanging out with castmates mere days before and had kept it a secret. They even had a kissy pick. The whole thing just seems very performative. And of course, they had planned to do their split on the reunion. Or do you think that they may have wanted to keep it a secret and see if they could just make it their storyline for next season? Ooh, I think. Maybe James wanted to do that, the, that point mm-hmm. of like wanting to carry it on. And like it was a thing that Raquel like forced him into morning of or night before. Because he had okay. a little comment after Brock started attacking him where he's just like very, like to Raquel, not performative, not for the camera or anything, being like, this is why I didn't want to do this. This mm-hmm. is like why I wanted to wait. <laughs> and this is like oh. a minute after his whole spiel about like, yeah, we just didn't want to keep posting pictures of ourselves, Andy. <laughs> and then he immediately goes <laughs> against that. <laughs> I, I think that I, I really do think James needs to stay in the Bravo universe. I just don't think that, I think that another season of this show is going to be a chore. Unless like James and Lala now single are going to be let loose. That could be great. But um, I don't want to watch yeah, Katie would, and Ariana I would watch just shop. James and Lala. Yeah. No, and they had, and then Ariana was super offended by Katie saying that Ariana doesn't care about weddings or funerals or whatever <laughs> Katie said to her. But I was Ariana drunk because you were there. Was she drunk that whole time? I know she started drinking at the beginning, but they taped these things for hours. Did she maintain? She seemed drunk off her butt the whole time. I hmm, well, because they go, they they take a lot of breaks to their um their rooms where you can't really see what they're doing. Okay. Um, okay. So maybe that's what's going on. James was high the whole time, and yeah, she was drunk. Because yeah, she was like, and you could tell that she was drunk because she was like piping up for Sandoval in ways she usually doesn't do. Yes. Oh, <laughs> she had his back. Yeah. And not Katie's. 
So Lisa did say that she's going to invest in the sandwich shop most likely, mm-hmm. which would be a good way to keep this show Vanderpump Rules because I feel like this season, because we only went to Sir one and a half times, and for that Charlie. it really wasn't Vanderpump. Yes, and for Charlie. Oh, poor Charlie didn't have a good showing this reunion. I think she may not make it. And when I say that I didn't know how they were going to ring out a couple of reunions out of this taping, it's because a lot of what I saw was Charlie trying to play the whole Sheena's a bad friend thing for hours. It felt like hours of that. But then when the cameras aren't rolling, she's the funniest one and everyone loves her. So it's... It's just she was cornered into a role on the show that didn't allow for much positive exposure. Poor Charlie. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, the pasta comment just isn't cute. I thought that Lala had a great reunion. Amazing reunion. She looked Mm -hmm. stunning. I didn't like that she had her COVID scare because it was hard to see her. But in a way, she kind of looked like a goddess, like above the fray. Yes. In a (laughs) way that, like. Yes. She was removed. And because of that, she was able to have a certain level of like restraint and was able to actually like kind of have to sit there and like talk, listen to them say things to her that she could easily like rebuke or whatever. I think. Mm-hmm. And then when she was talking, they all had to be quiet because, you know, I'm sure there's like a certain amount of mm-hmm. lag or whatever. And so that was nice too. You got to really hear what I she had to say. I do think that um, all of her friends saying that. They didn't want to bring up the Randall stuff to Lala because, like, they thought she wouldn't like, like their excuses for not bringing it up to her. All whack. That's mm-hmm. all stupid. If they really knew that Randall was it cheating on her, they would stupid. just not say anything. Well, Katie, Katie was the one who called her yes. when the pictures came out. So Katie, I feel like if Katie had heard, Katie would have reported yeah. it immediately. But no, I completely agree. Like that's not true friendship. But like James, her her ride or die, James like new and didn't yeah saw her saw him buying drinks for girls at pump and didn't say yeah. a thing yeah mm-hmm. not a good look but a great next season if it's just james and lala and if they were like full like demon energy that they had like back in the day yes it would be <laughs> tearing through la oh. so good that is what we need we do not need any sandwich shops we don't need bars that'll never open we just need that. Mm-hmm. Bring me back to Vanderpump season six without the babies. Yes. Oh, yeah. And I can handle Ocean because Ocean is going to be, it's going to sound insensitive, but a part-time baby. So we can just see Lala on the weeks that she doesn't have Ocean. Um, <laughs> well, Lala listed like the amount of other people that take care of Ocean. So yeah, yeah we don't need, <laughs> we don't need to worry about a Ocean. Presence. A couple of things that really stood out to me is Lisa on Randall said, sometimes the way you get them is the way you lose them. Because Lala's finally Mm. admitting that she was definitely the mistress, which is something that she had denied for years and years and years. So Lisa, profound Mm -hmm. and true. Also, we learned based off something Lisa said that Sheena makes big bucks. Because during stupid Mm -hmm. Brock not understanding that paying the government is actually paying the government back for the child support his ex-wife receives he acts like it's just paying like a tax it's very troubling and he gets super combative whenever talking about it he looks like a fool but Lisa said Mm -hmm. Sheena I know what you make on this show 
And I'm not saying that you should just pick up this tab and then Lisa kind of trails off. But you can tell from Lisa's perspective, she doesn't understand why Sheena just hasn't written a check to make this all go away. One, because it's the right thing to do. And it also just makes her fiance look better if her fiance is not running around with this government bill, a.k.a. you know, paying them back for child support. Well, they just keep convoluting it because they think it's making Brock look better to make it more confusing. Well, yes, no, they <laughs> but definitely. But everyone can see through that. Yeah. We got to comment on Schwartz before we leave this season. Yes. Before we put the season to bed. Yes. Schwartz uh, says uh, in this reunion, um, in response to hearing about James and Raquel, so many people never have that conversation, and then 20 years later, like, I fucking hate you. <laughs> I mean. Yes. Talk about subtext as text. Yes. That's him and Katie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's been, it's been a bummer watching them this season. It, That's been, like, one of the, the all-time Bravo bummers is their storyline this season. Yeah, without. Usually it's funny. Mm-hmm. But not not when it's foregrounded like the way it has been. No, they really were relying on Jax, Brittany, and Stassi to kind of take the heat. Mm-hmm. And like you've been saying all season, without these people, all these flaws just stick out, stick out like sore thumbs. Like you can't not see. Schwartz is not charming. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, he's, he's just like a weasel now. Mm-hmm. But it was weird going from like, I love Ariana. I love every time I see her on screen. She's like my favorite. Like I would want to be friends with her to now being like, eh, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Uh, Well, Vanderpump, we're done with you. Maybe forever. I don't think so. But we'll we'll soon find out. In my heart of hearts, in my heart, I'm done with it, which is so sad. I know. Summer House has my heart. It does. It's as simple as that. As far as these the youngins on Bravo shows go. Let's watch new things. 35-year-olds take us on an adventure. Let's watch new 39-year-olds date 24-year-olds. Yes, exactly. <laughs> the summer house. So Raquel it said something very weird about her and James' relationship, and that is that they hadn't had sex for the last two years or so. But then she said that they had sex for special occasions or alluded to it. Alex, did you any insight on their sex life? I think, well, because then they're like, they backtrack and they're like, uh, yeah, like once, like a month, you know. Like on I the think, engagement party. <laughs> yes. But James like r- gave such a look after she revealed, after she slipped up, I think. I mm-hmm. think that they, she was, she'd probably been drinking too. Mm-hmm. I think she was very nervous. And Raquel, as we've seen this season when she drinks a lot, gets very honest and like whatever. I think she revealed truly that they haven't had sex in two years and then saw the reaction from everyone, which was horror. Mm -hmm. And they both tried to be like, well, you you know, actually, no, we have to. But I think this was a true um, one of the the, like biggest reveals in Bravo history, to be quite honest. Oh, completely. And how sad. And also there was so sad. Like Rachella. No sex after Rachella? Like And they confirmed that, didn't they? Yes. That so there was no sex? Yes. How could you? Because here's the thing. She wouldn't just say they 
I know. She wouldn't just say they haven't had sex since he was rage texting her. No. Why would That's... why would she say that and then be like, oh, we've had some... <laughs> I don't know. It's so disrespectful to your relationship to make that lie. Therefore, And Raquel is many things, but I don't think she's disrespectful. So yeah. I think this has to be true. My mind was blown. And I'm worried for James. Does he need alcohol to get it up? Is this a medical condition? I had that same, I had that same exact thought. Wow. Well, maybe he just needs a little bit of that Sandoval standing outside your room. Yes, exactly. Which is a little what bit of that magic. really needs. <laughs> All right, Alex. I feel like they haven't had sex in 10 years. Anyway. Oh, wait. Oh, well, they made such a big deal about having it six times while they were trying for their kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny because they say that and then everyone in the group is like, That's a lot. Oh, that's a lot. This is yeah. the and then, and you, then it cuts so, And it cuts to James and Raquel. <laughs> Just like further saddens me. <laughs> and Ariana, we know, doesn't like having sex. Anyway, we don't have to keep going down this rabbit hole. <laughs> no, but it's, but, such, yeah. it's such a wild ride we've been with this cast to where we started with the sex unique restaurant. Such a different vibe from season mm-hmm. one. Now they're all old and don't have sex with each other. <laughs> And season we're still one, watching they were like the them. horniest people on the planet, yeah. and they're all cheating on each other. Totally, and now... they had too much sex, arguably, with the wrong people. <laughs> That's and we know that Jax it. likes and to then, choke people then... out while he has sex. Like we know these things. <laughs> while they're, while they're by someone in hospice too, yes. he has a lot of very specific kinks. Yeah, there's not enough sex in Vanderpump Rules anymore. Well, now that edge. they've found the right people, it it just they can't they it doesn't happen for them anymore. Maybe we should it's rename sad. the show no. because like Sex in the City is now and just like that, and the tone is actually changed very mm-hmm. much. There's less sex, and it's just a different show. So maybe Vanderpump Rules mm-hmm. needs to be called. I don't know. Let's just watch Lala and Sexless. <laughs> James or something. We could need to retitle this. Followed by like a little shrug emoji. Let's just watch La La <laughs> and, and some James. Yeah. What a, what a, what a truly right. sad show. Okay. Bye, Alex. <laughs> bye. You can catch new episodes of the Don't Be All Like Uncool podcast every Monday on Apple Podcast, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Podbean. You can also follow us on Instagram at likeuncoolpodcast. Remember to rate, review, subscribe, and mention it all.